In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This gospel passage we just read is one, of the, one if not the, most difficult gospel passages to not just accept, but then carry out. Because ultimately, you can summarize this gospel with our Lord saying, we need to love our enemies. We hear the word enemies, usually probably for us here in the United States, we think of some kind of battle, conflict, some war. And of course, that's not the enemies that we're talking about primarily in this gospel text. It can be. But for most of us, more than likely, it's those people that have done something incredibly wrong against us. No way to beat around the bush. It's just black and white. What they did to us was disrespectful. It was unjustified. You could even possibly have had the unfortunate situation that it was maliciously evil done to you. And yet listen to the words that our Lord said at the beginning of this gospel. To you who hear, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. This is not natural. <laughs> In the realm of justice, this is not natural for us. And so we, of course, have this reaction. can be a response, but it's usually a reaction in which we want to indeed do Old Testament style, which is getting an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But this is not natural. What God is calling us is to do what is supernatural. In other words, to be divine. To love our enemies, to do good to those who hate you, to bless those who curse you, and to pray for those who mistreat you. Some of, sometimes we just got to be reminded from time to time, what does that mean if I do what our Lord is telling me to do today? Well, it's, call, it's us living out the call to love everyone. But just because we love everyone does not mean that we have to like them. They are two different categories, but they can overlap. But they are different categories. We are called to love everyone. But it does not mean that we have to like them. Also, it doesn't mean that if we love them, that whatever they did to us that was indeed wrong, somehow makes it right. Not at all. Not at all. Some people may have difficulty with this because, you know, we have to judge certain actions and the like. And because of the culture and just the influence we get, whether we realize it or not sometimes, the culture affecting us, we hear the popular phrase, secular media likes to take advantage of it, to not judge others. And that's how relativism has helped relativism just grow. You can't judge others. It's in the Bible right here. Stop judging and you will not be judged. God himself said that. So why are you judging? Well, what the secular media does, and those who misinterpret that passage gravely, is that it doesn't stop there. It's a, what's called a parallel syllogism. The Bible's filled with them. It's intimately connected to the next line. 
Stop judging and you will not be judged. Stop condemning and you will not be condemned. It is perfectly fine and normal and, in fact, good for us to judge human actions. It's good or it's evil. That's perfectly fine to do. What is not fine, what is not good, what we should not do is condemn. Because we do not have that power. Only one has that power, and that's God. God has the power to condemn. And if condemnation happens for a particular soul, it's not because God wants that person to go to hell, but it's because that person has lived their life in such a way that their choices has constantly said, I want this, I want that. I want to fulfill my selfish inclinations. I know it's against whatever you have established, God, but I don't care. This is what I want. In other words, they have made themselves the dictator of what's good and what's bad, instead of the only one who can create any sort of judgments. Along those lines, God himself. Now, to love our enemies, to do good to those who hate you, and to bless those who curse you, to pray for those who mistreat you, if we need some encouragement to help us get to start our engines to do just that, then we need to remember the last line from our gospel for today. God himself again said these words, For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. So in other words, if you're not going to forgive as much as God is constantly forgiving you, that could very well be the same measure that he will give to you. And hopefully not, but by the time you would have your own personal judgment in the next life. It's an incredibly sobering line, an incredibly sobering line. For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. It is indeed a huge wake-up call because it's like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, I have, speaking as a general person, I have grudges against people. What if God holds a grudge against me? And if God holds a grudge against me, that could be held out for eternity. In other words, God wants us to be like him, magnificently so, my friends. So how can we even start to carry out this, well, for some of us, may be a difficult task, because this could be something that happened this past week. It could be something that happened years ago, and it gravely, gravely hurt us quite deeply, so much so that phrases come to mind such as, there's no way I can forgive this person. My friends, for starters, accept the simple truth. You can't do it on your own. It's impossible. But you can do it with God's loving help and grace. That requires for us to say to God, I trust in you. I have faith in you. This is where my mind's at. And I need your help. So to help with that, I have a homework assignment for you all. Homework assignment is rather straightforward, but it can be tough based on our past circumstances. 
So here's the homework assignment. Starting today, don't leave it for tomorrow. Starting today, think of your enemies. Think of your enemies, what they did to you. Not recalling every detail, just the general idea of what happened. And then say a prayer, two categories of prayers, personal prayer and formal prayers. In the personal prayer, say to God, Lord, I don't want to do this. This person did something that I have determined in my own life to be horrible, to be evil, because it was. It was unjustified. They showed me just so much disrespect and the like. I do not like them. That's easy for me to admit. But right now, my Lord Jesus Christ, I am doing what I can to love them, to imitate you, because you are the standard. You are the divine God. And this is what you are calling me to do as a faithful Catholic Christian. And so to this same end, my good God, I desire these people, they don't deserve it. But I do desire that these people have blessings in their life. But the ultimate blessing that I wish for them, Lord, I wish for them to make it to heaven. I wish for them to make it to heaven because I sure do wish to make it to heaven. And if you can forgive me again and again, I do ask you to forgive them as well again and again. And then offer up one Our Father, one Hail Mary, and one Glory Be to the Father prayer. Those are your formal prayers. Do this for one week, for one solid week, and start today. And start today. You need inspiration? Then all you have to do is look to the same God who is giving us this incredible challenge of love today. To our Lord Jesus Christ, think of his passion through his death on the cross. He was spat upon, he was ridiculed, he was called numerous names. His friends, the apostles, except for one, all of them abandoned him. He was forced to carry a cross. And you know what he could have done along the way? He could have thrown the cross off his shoulders and said, forget it. Here I am doing all that I can to love you all, to show you that love, to show that I want to forgive you of your sins. But all you do is keep bashing me again and again and again. I will not die out of love for you. What did he do instead? He kept going forward in and with love and truth. He bore that cross, the literal cross, the weight of it, but also the cross of all the ramifications of the words that happened to us emotionally, psychologically, and the like, the unjustification of him being forced to die on the cross. He kept going forward through the very end. That, my friends, is love. And that is the kind of love that we are called to live out. For the measure with which you measure will in turn be measured out to you. So love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. And pray for those who mistreat you. In the name of the Father, 
and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.